0: Thank you. Okay, welcome everyone. Uh, we've made it. We're just a couple of days away. I hope you've enjoyed plenty of previews and stuff. If you're that way inclined, uh, there's been it's been a great week for you to um, you know Racing Post pull out the uh, not the top twenty lads done their preview as well. If you, if you enjoy digesting all of that stuff and forming opinions in July, it's been a great week for you. Um, we're finishing off with our League Two summary of uh, top goal scorers. Um, Good evening John how are you, you join us again you, have you enjoyed this week is it it's great having opinions in July right
1: yeah, it's a bit like christmas eve isn't it for us nerds it's a bit like well,
0: we we got yeah. um we got the, we got burnley huddersfield right on friday night which is um yeah we will see if uh, luke mcanally starts for for burnley i don't i don't know, I don't know whether he will but um but yeah it, we can get stuck in to something we can get stuck into some proper betting on um, on friday night um, i i love league too uh, John probably my favorite division um, of all the leagues you know going under the radar and if you can find yourself uh, get on some talent nice and early um, I think I'm going to uh, yeah same as most seasons see as, see as many games as I can within the first few weeks and, um, and start forming some opinions but we're here to talk through league two goal scorers yeah. um, before we do that John your thoughts on the division, what it might look like this year, anything kind of flying under the radar. It looks like usual suspects at the top.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, no strong view on the first sort of 10 or so in the betting. They all look, I can make cases for any of them. Uh, I can see Stockport starting well because they've got a very, very similar quarter last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think they've got something like 92% of the minutes played from last season are likely to start or be around there. Um, But it's all in the price. I mean, these days, everyone knows that the conference is as good as League Two or some cases even better, don't they? Um, So there's nothing in the market there now, whereas a few years ago, maybe there was.
0: Not many clubs do it, though, do they? I mean...
1: uh, No, no, don't go back to back.
0: they do. They do seem in a bit of a rush. Stockport, you know, if you had if you had a pound for every like club that had come up saying, you know, with this, we want to be in the championship in in eight years. It's it all, you know, we've heard it all before, haven't we? And it never quite. You, League two is League two is not a stepping stone. You know, ask ask. Ask Salford how how much 2 is a stepping stone, I guess. So, in, I agree. It's good to come up with a with a wet sail, but it's um lots of question marks, and they do they do seem in a bit of a rush, which which can always be the the death knell for for for, for some sides. Um,
1: I'm a bit blinded because they've signed um, Callum Camps, so I'm a big fan of. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm surprised he hasn't kicked on more than he has. I mean, he's having a good career. Don't get me wrong, but I thought he might go a little bit higher. Um, a couple of years ago, that is. Going uh, through a few others, Mansfield. I can't get my head out of how old they looked in the playoff final. Um, I just thought they looked tired, and uh, I know they've they got this really good link up with Forest for obvious reasons, and they've got some good loans again, but they got a few of the older guard there. I'm sure they'll be up there, but I just can't can't quite fancy them.
0: There's a lot. There's a lot of like. I'm looking at. I'm looking at Salford. I'm looking at Bradford. I'm looking at Mansfield. There's a lot of. There's a lot of. Bridges been burnt with punters from this time last year or or little before yeah, when there's sure. a lot of you know, Mansfield with a with a talking team this time last year got off to a terrible start. Bradford again, it's um it's um you can see plenty of reasons why they are at the top of the market, but it's um you haven't got to you know, you haven't gotta to think too far back to um to remember when you got your fingers burnt, kind of backing them before. But yeah, yeah. The, the, any anyone else, anyone else? I think if I was going to uh, put if I was going to yeah. put my stock in anyone, it might be it might be Orient, who when I put my finger down, they're just looking at the odds checker board now, sixteen to one. You know Richie Wellens. There was a, there was a good end to the season after after looking quite good under Kenny Jackett early part of last season when when I saw them, but but you know tailed off and yeah. you know that that dream ended. But Wellens. You know, probably the white right man in charge. What a couple of years ago, since he he took Swindon to the title, didn't he? So, if it was to be anyone for me, I'd probably say Orion at the prices. But any anyone for yourself?
1: Um, outside of the obvious, I've actually I've had one bet, and that's Wimbledon at about thirties. Um, they they seem to be, I wouldn't say under the radar, a little bit under the radar. Um, you've got obviously Johnny Jackson in charge, which mm-hmm. you start off thinking my view on him is not really a positive or negative because you can look at the Charlton spell in like three different ways, really. Um, but they've got a solid back three for the, for this level, possibly a little bit of lack of pace, but you've got Nightingale, Pierce, and um, Lee Brown, which is about as a good mix of experience and a little bit of quality there, I think, for the level. Um, the midfield... They've got absolutely stack of options now, and they 've signed uh, mag Homer on loan from brentford
0: yeah
1: uh, i 've seen a few people saying he 's the best player in the b team there by a mile mm-hmm. uh, I've, I've not i 've I've no idea i 've not watched him to be honest, but he could be that sort of x factor in the middle to give him a little bit more drive and they've always they obviously i 've only got him really because they did a good job with uh, Marcus Falls a few years ago and a few others yeah um, so that 's a good link um a little bit I mean, up front is the most, for me, is the most. it's almost the most exciting front three probably in the division. You've got uh, Hudlin, uh, who obviously has got a bit to prove, but he's going to be a handful. You've got Davison in from Charlton, who's not prolific, but he's a good pressing forward. You've got young Zach Robinson, who I thought, did really well last year in uh, difficult circumstances. and And the player who I think is a cut above this level, if he can... Just get a little bit more streetwise is uh, au basal who is he's just he's got absolute bundles of quality he just just yeah. needs a little bit of a foil i can see Hudlin being a great and davidson being a great foil for him i presume he's going to play as a 10. looks like they're going to play wing backs a little bit weak at wing back um they've got a couple of youngsters there who seem promising but they do they're, they're probably gonna need something else there but i think they're a little bit big and Maybe they won't start that well because it's it's quite a it's a new system, new style of play. But I'll be keeping an eye on them as well.
0: I like um yeah, it got ten in ten in league and cup last year for for Asale. He must be um oh, yeah, must be rubbing his hands right. At, you know, early in his career, but a good grounding in League One and dropping down to League Two level.
1: Yeah, like yeah I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised he's still there. I mean, obviously Radini went, who we both loved loved as a player. I know that um, from yeah. early on. <laughs> um so i suppose when he went it's got the pressure off a little bit but uh, i think assail's got a uh, this might be way off i think he's got a higher ceiling he's he's very he's got a lot to work on but he's got moments of absolute magic from what i've seen so in theory he should do better i mean come on to it later but dependent on where he plays i wouldn't be adverse to throwing a few quid at him in the scorer market as well
0: love it love it john just a couple of minutes in a wedding we've highlighted value in the um America. in the league two outright markets um let's have a look at what is a really competitive i think top goal scorer market as with the previous pods i've had a little look over the the last few seasons a couple of things that stand out to me when i look at you know who's finished in the placings over the last three seasons: Dominic Telford, obviously last year. Um, uh, Matt Stevens, Harry McCurdy, Paul Mullin. Before that, Owen Doyle. Uh, you you go back. The thing that stands out to me is it is unlike other divisions. It is worth looking at teams at the top of the division. So I think what have I got here? So last five seasons, twenty places available. Fifteen of those places were taken up by by teams who finished in the top seven. So, so get yeah. the you know get the, the get the data on your side. It does pay to kind of pick a goal scorer from someone that's going to be productive in the in the division. The other thing that stood out, John, was look, this is this is a league kind of littered with experienced journeyman, been there, done it centre forwards, but it's a division where, you know, Telford last year, Stevens last year, McCurdy last year, Mullin the year before, we're looking at players that this was their first time into double figures. You don't necessarily have to have had, you know, be 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 racking up the goals at any kind of division. You can you can step into this division with a bit of um with a bit of potential and do well. So I thought that, you know, those kind of things kind of open up the top of the market. And the great thing is you look at the market, 12 to one the field, let's get stuck in and, and, and see if we can see if we can find, so we, let's, let's start at the top of the division. Shall we? So Harry McCurdy goes off favorite. Um, Yeah. Thoughts, you know, Swindon, this looks a good, uh, this looks a good, good model for, for Swindon, acquiring kind of underrated talent and developing up at the, at the level. And he was the main beneficiary last year.
1: Yeah. I think, I think you're keener on him than me. Um i've got no doubt about his talent i think he, he's he's well he he will go above this level i think but he's just a little bit he's he's had a lot of not so much last season but he's had a few temperant things and uh, a few fallings out in his younger even younger days maybe he's just grown up maybe he's settled and also i wouldn't be a he's got a gel with the new manager even though he was assistant there last year that's a different relationship now isn't it <laughs> um he wouldn't be, out of this list, there's not many that I'd be worried about leaving, but he would be one of them because he's, he's quite a high profile player for the level, I'd say, and he seems very ambitious in all his quotes I've ever heard him say. He wants to go back up the level, so I'd have that slight doubt as well. Twelves? Um, it's uh, it's not really for me, but
0: I'll... one of interest at a bigger price might be well. Let me say this right. Tommy Adeloye, who's sixty six to one, so he probably warrants a mention. a Couple of spells in the national league. But he scored eleven in thirty two for for Air last term. Focal point in attack. Mm-hmm. Watched a bit of him. You know, short short was twenty five is in a place. But you know, if you if you believe in you know everything that we've said already, that it's a place where you can just step into this division with a bit of potential. And you you know, if you play for a team that create plenty of chances, you you could find yourself being a runner it's um yeah he yeah. could he could he could easily be you know the McCurdy of, of this year I guess um
1: yeah he, he looks like he looks like a potential flyer doesn't he um yeah I always find it, it difficult it, from when they come from Scotland I've been burnt a few times and thinking oh you know they've got a decent record in um in sort of the lower Scottish leagues and uh, it's never worked out for me but it's not much for a sample so I'm not going to knock him for that
0: if you don't get why you kind of gravitate to those with reputations within the EFL that you can put a bit more stock in but but yeah you're right it's difficult to see how the, the form translates um, where should we go next let's they, they, they stay with Stockport I guess that the you know if we're looking for for someone to be productive who's going to finish in the top seven they head the betting um, we were just talking kind of before we started weren't we about kind of Stockport and and Paddy Madden leads the line. They got Carl Wootton as well. Both did well last year. Carl Wootton was got a bit of a league experience at Scunthorpe as well. But it is just a I think my my point remains it's a tough division for people that are in a rush and you, you've got to, another thing to factor into you know if, you, if you're looking to back those is a bit of patience with with the with the front two and you know if they, they're keen to be moving straight away and things don't quite work out early doors then then i don't know what you thought about madden
1: yeah. and, um, well madden's got quite a massive price discrepancy hasn't it yeah. there's short, short as eights as big as 16s um I've actually backed him at 16s, which I never thought I was going to say a couple of days ago when I first started looking properly at this. But I think 16s is fine because he's he's going to be the main man for Stockport. I think if there's a change, they'll take Wooten out first. Um, mm. According to what I've seen in pre-season, or red, sorry, they look like they've made a good partnership anyway. And Wooten seems more of the um, set-up man than we know Madden is quite a traditional striker he's scored 20 scored 20 goals three times in his career twice in league one okay a few years ago but uh, this is this is probably his level now um I'm not a massive fan of his but 16 seems absolutely seems too big to me I think I'd have him probably probably 12s but yeah just just on the just on the prices I have backed him small at 16s
0: for the second year in a row he looked easy to get us up to the um, the Bradford bandwagon. Um, I thought Richard Smallwood was, yeah. a, was a great signing from Hull. In, in, in
1: fantastic, position. absolutely he's a fantastic Mark, signing.
0: You'd yeah. think that Mark Hughes can handle the, the Valley Parade expectations. We we, 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 um, we tempted people in the last pod that we both kind of arrived at the same name pretty quickly um, and that name was Dane Oliver um, 16 to 1 um, Give us a little intro into a uh, <sighs> into why we love the Dane Oliver so much at uh, uh, we will potentially think he's a good runner in this market.
1: Yeah, he's come off the back of his two best ever seasons in League 1 with Gillingham, um, mm-hmm. with Gillingham, who obviously weren't creating masses of chances. Um, he's he had plenty of League 1 offers in the summer. Now, you know, I'm not being naive. He's he's gone to Bradford because I'm sure it was one of the better contracts, but even so it shows the level he's still at. Mm-hmm. Um The only thing, the more I've looked at it, I wonder, um, because he's never really been as as prolific as the last two years before, I wonder whether Steve Evans just clicked with him. I know Steve Evans isn't everyone's cup of tea, um, to say the least, but he does get the best out of some players. Um, But I still like him. I think I'm surprised he hasn't been backed in yet, to be honest, because we spoke about this probably 10 days ago, didn't we? Um, Yeah. To start with. The, what's your, was your was a little bit of 18s when that, i think yeah
0: yeah I, I i like him look i, I before always you know way, a few weeks back when I, was, I i didn't know he'd gone to Bradford and been keeping an eye on, on on the on the transfers and he he would always be on my list for of league 1 because i you know he's just a really That's i think he's a really thing, good yeah, player yeah. Uh, you know i think he i think he's i think he's you know just a good centre forward great movement knows where the net is i think he's easy to manage i think he's you know an improvement on Cook or Angle leading the line last season. And this just feels, oh, and I and I do like, I do, you know, this, this does feel, I get your point about Evans. And I think that Hughes could similarly be, you think of some of the, think of some of the target men, I guess that he's had to manage in his career and he's had to kind of work alongside. And it kind of feels yeah. like that could be, you know, arm on the shoulder time and that could be a match made in heaven as well well but but yeah agree. I, I I I thought when we were waiting for the markets to come up, I thought he might be the favourite, I guess, and to see him a couple of points down and on the um on on the list and behind some other names that I don't fancy as much, I thought Bidane or Oliver was um was one that stood out, I think.
1: Yeah, um, look at I'm it sure look yeah. at this look at it this way. What price would he have if he'd stayed in League One and gone to a, a mid table side he probably would have been what, 33s, 40s in League One maybe? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Think,
1: think I, think so. it, I think it is big. The more, it's still big. I think.
0: Mm. Uh, last year's winner, uh, Dominic Telford, uh, finds himself at Crawley, who are oh
1: dear, oh dear.
0: They're one of these new, new football teams, John. Not, not like the um, not like the old football teams that we used to know that were you know, smelt of steak and kidney pies and asbestos and stuff like that this is a new football team that is made out of metal and cryptocurrency and nfts this, this is dominic telford yeah. finds his way there um
1: yeah it's, um, i hope his three-year contract wasn't made up of bitcoin to be honest um <laughs> it's, uh, it just seems a i mean i hate knocking him last year because he came out of nowhere but to be honest he he fell away at the end of the year as well. He only just hobbled mm. over the line considering Stevens was out for the season uh, eight or seven or eight games out um, and he wasn't even playing that much towards the end which maybe, while well, he's was on the bench a lot, maybe they knew he was already leaving. Um, I just don't like this move. It, it stinks to me of who's offered me the longest contract on the best terms, you know? Um, which, uh, that, there's nothing wrong with that but as a, mm. as a, look, as a look at this, uh I, I, again his price range is the eight the eights i think is horrible i couldn't get mm. um uh, i couldn't i couldn't even i don't like the 16s I, I just don't like him for this market um like you say crawley who knows really could be it could be anything but
0: we could um let's let's not back him but wait until he scores his uh, first goal and then maybe his new owners will turn it into an F, nft and then we'll we'll sell that and then we could pay off our mortgage. Whatever an NFT is, I had to Google it, John, yeah,
1: to uh, find out what uh, it was. But yeah, ask him so. um, Ask um, Michael John, John Terry knows as well, I think, but.
0: They all know. Yeah. They all know. <laughs> when did yeah. they ever? When did they ever give you bad advice? There you go. Exactly. Um, you know, Fraser Horsfall and John Guthrie scored seventeen goals between them last year, and I was I was looking. You know, Sam Hoskins reached double figures from wide left, but they just couldn't solve that leading line conundrum. Thank goodness for those goals from their from their centre halves. But they've they've obviously said goodbye to Fraser Horsfall. But they've they've I think they've solved the leading line conundrum because they brought in Danny Hilton to do to do just that. Who at uh, five to one was another that was straight on my radar. I think thought he thought he potentially be a, a bit shorter and be towards the top of the market, but um, you, you know, chances few and far between for Luton over the last couple of years. Although I do think they were keen to offer him a new deal. Uh, he still thinks he's probably got plenty to offer, starting week in week out, and yeah, sc- scored in the championship in this calendar year. I thought um, you know, got a good record at the division, isn't he? And he, he always a name that he used to you know used to just put as standard I guess in a, in any kind of League 2 anti-post preview and and, and this season feels no different well, Danny Hilton for Northampton we, we a live runner we think
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of neutral on him but I, I can see the only my worry is well like you say just the style of Northampton they're not generally I'm not sure how creative they are as a rule I mean that can change Um Do you think he'll be okay? I mean, because he's not played a lot in recent years. He's 33 now, I think. Um, I presume he's going to play every game, but um not really a doubt there but just something to think about but 25 is compensation for all that because like you say he's dropping down two levels so
0: john brady just did a good job there last year and keen to see him do well and i just i just thought again that was just
1: at this level you're not going to get you know there's going to be doubts about everyone so it's just just looking at the whole picture is difficult um yeah a few a few others that yeah. I don't necessarily like, but I think are interesting. Um, if you like your 112-year-old strikers, how about Ian Henderson back at Hutt, uh, Rochdale? Um, He's <laughs> still going. You know, the, th- the thing is, I I, I was going to mention Rochdale on the outright, but then um, I gave my head a bit of a wobble. I, I, I kind of like him, which is <laughs> – there's not a lot to go on. But the thing is, he has – if they're going to do well he's going to score the goals most likely obviously he's 37 now but he hasn't missed a lot of games over his career and i i still think he's one of the better finishers in, on this list anyway um he was he was 10 to 1 last season but okay he was playing for Salfords and they were short favorites so mm. that's not that relevant he's 40 to 1 i couldn't quite pull the trigger at 40s but I don't know if someone went 66s. I'd probably have a bit of a sentimental play. I do like him. He's he's had a great career and he's already settled straight back in at Rochdale in pre-season by looks of it.
0: Uh, what about Tranmere? Um, did well back end of last season. I, I, I thought uh, I got it in my notes. You know, Tranmere just need to convince you a bit more that they're going to. Create enough for any strikers to do well i think that they, they had six lowest touches in the box last season by far the, the worst xg tally in the top 10 i think they only just outcreated stevenage and barrow so so i think i don't think kane hemming is not on your list no he's, he's easily
1: passed um, for me but I actually i actually backed him in league one last season i remembered when i saw you'd mentioned him but yeah i think i think he's easily got the ability as but it, He's a. I haven't double checked. So he's a bit injury prone for memory. He seems to miss yeah. chunks of seasons. That'd be my main worry. I wouldn't worry about him at this level. Like you say, Tranmere probably not the best fit, but I, he, he can definitely score at this level. But twenty uh, fives, yeah, probably about where I'd have him. Not my, not miles off. You
0: mentioned Ian Henderson going off short prices for Salford. <laughs> at what point? Yeah. Back in for strike come value because they're all they're all for, for you know for the third favourites they are in the in the title market, they're all, all of their strikers at pretty big prices. You know, that was the you know, you, normally you'd pass them over at this stage and go, okay, got, you know, anything linked yeah. with Salford is going to be terrible value. But, um, Matt Smith at 40s, Brandon Thomas Sante at 40s, and well, you know, I'm pretty sure. People are going to be mugging me off on Twitter when I mention his name. He needs about 700 shots to to, to put one away. Callum Hendry comes in from St Johnston. We mentioned about not knowing how the the, the Scottish League translate. He, did, he didn't. I think he scored eight in nineteen here, but I did have a quick look. He didn't have a single shot on goal against any of the old firms. So I don't know whether that tells you a bit about the quality. But I yeah, I, I looked at it and thought, oh, it's a funny old game because <laughs> maybe they're just reaching the box right where they could be a, a bit of value, Matt.
1: Yeah, the, the other one for Salford, who's not actually priced up by anybody, is Marcus Dakers. Right, um, okay. He, he's not someone, on, until I started looking at this, he's not someone who's really come my radar. He's six foot seven. Uh, he came from Brighton on a free a couple of years ago. He's had two quite good loan spells in non-league at two different clubs. And in pre-season, it looks like he's going to be maybe like a rotation option for Matt Smith late on in games. Mm. Um I highly doubt he plays enough minutes to win this, but you never know. If if he gets in the side, scores a couple early, he's he's a sort of player. You might then back at whatever 40s, 50s, if he's you know if he looks like he, he's going to play. But at this stage, you can back him because he's not actually priced up as a slight issue. <laughs> uh, if if you fancy, yeah, well, you do yeah. you, you do like late Orient. So who do you think is going to get the goals for Orient? If you any interest there?
0: So I like, well, it's a shame because I've got Aaron Drin and, circled, and, you know, Orient seems to have had a terrible pre-season where I think both him and Harry Smith have got injured. Um, I think they've in Charlie Kelvin as well from QPR. I think he's suspended for the first game. If you were, if you're having a look at the the, the coupons for for Saturday already, Grimsby, Grimsby could be a better, I think eleven or four against an Orient side that is kind of just it's kind of stumbling out of pre-season. I guess and they could catch him at a, a good time, despite the fact that that I do fancy him. But um, yeah, they, they, they you know Orient finished well last season at the and Then they scored two or more in seven of the last yeah. twelve. Drinan signed a new contract. I thought 13 was a good return. His first full season as a starter, you know, a few more substitute appearances for which in me One starts. But I thought, um, yeah, Drinan, Drinan, at 50 to one, made that fancy to go well for a good manager that seemed to score a lot of goals. We're probably going to, he's probably going to be giving people a, at least a few weeks head start. But I do like, I do like Drinan.
1: One other who would be who I don't think is going to play enough again is Jake Young, who's gone to Bradford from Forest Green. Um okay. he, he didn't play much for Forest Green, but I always thought he looked good and he you can't really criticize him because he, he was never gonna play ahead of Stevens or Matt, was he? Um last season. So I can see why he's moved on, but I noticed a lot of the Forest Green fans not not necessarily unhappy about it, but didn't think he had a fair crack of the whip. Um Problem is with Oliver, Cook, Angle, and a couple of others, you just can't see him playing enough here either. Um he might go to the right wing, but he's a hundreds. Couldn't back him unless he got into the team and had a good start again, you know, same old story, really. Um
0: Oliver Oliver to me was the standout if I was gonna have a decent bet. Which well I have had a decent bet in the market and it is it is Oliver at sixteen, so who, who would you be um who'd be who would you wanna nail your your colours to the mast of at this stage, would you say?
1: Uh, it would still be Oliver as well. I've backed him a couple of times, um, and as I said, I've backed Madden at the sixteens, just a price thing. Uh, at this stage, I can't really back anyone else. But like you, like we've said a few times, it's a sort of league where someone will just get off to a flyer. I mean, even last year, going back again, Stevens and um, Telford were pretty fair prices in hindsight, even mm. when they were way way clear because maybe people thought they would fold but if you're playing for top six top eight teams and you're starting and you've started with 10 goals in 15 games you're you're going to play all season aren't you really so it's worth keeping an eye on this market it it, it tends to it tends to stay a little bit stale for a little bit too long i find so
0: we finished john we finished each of these podcasts with just having a little look at you know the, the day job which is set pieces who We're looking forward to seeing in this division when I look at the data last year. Sutton are the, were, were they were the team to follow, they were great from set pieces. Ben Goodlift did well, Joe Kizzy at the far post as well. I think way back, I think I mentioned him on the first, first podcast I did last year. Oh, yeah, he didn't start the were. season but finished it really
1: strong. Um, there's a one at Wimbledon, D- Dylan Ajay Hersey, which is a um, probably a new name to most people. He played as a winger last season but from what i can tell he's been retrained to play at right wing back um so you, you know we love a wing back who never scores so he could be yeah, he could see, be, so, it yeah, could be someone winger, who um, yeah yeah he's definitely playing right wing back from what i've, I've read yeah. i've Seen a couple of interviews with him, and he's, he's talked about enjoying going back to wing back. Um, whether he'll play it he, again, he might not play a lot. He he probably won't start the season, but I think he's second choice right wing back, so he's worth a look at. On the other side at Wimbledon, you've got um, a youngster called Jack Curry, who's who's gonna, looks like he's going to start a left wing back. Yeah, um, he, he was on loan at Eastbourne Borough last season and was in the uh, Conference South team of the year I think or it might have been a young team of the year but he did well there uh, obviously a big step up but could be any price looks quite a combative player likes to get forward and he looks like he's going to start left wing back so he, he should he should be a massive price so I'm just keeping an eye on him as well that's about it right for those uh,
0: John uh, thank you so much for kind of joining us through these, these anti-post previews it's going to be a, an exciting season we're looking forward to and hopefully we can back a few winners for people right?
1: Let's hope so, mate. Um, we'll certainly put up plenty of value losers. So if if you're looking for that as well, we can we can get we can guarantee that. That's a guarantee.
0: With we needn't say any more. John, take care, and we'll um we'll speak soon.
1: Thanks, mate. Talk to you soon.